Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Did you ever get a swirly? No, I gave one to my cousin once. That's that's <laughs> as close as I was to being See, you involved were the in one. Um, okay. You know, I was kind of. You know, it was more his his older his older brother and I were the same age, and he was being a little pest. And mainly, I mean, I was I was a partaker, and and I I, I you know, Chris, I want to apologize to you, Chris Bakken. Uh, oh wow! I could have I could have stepped in and done something when your brother was giving you a swirly, other than laugh and and maybe hold you a little bit too. Uh, is it is the work up to a swirly a wedgie first? I've or given is it after. I've given and received wedgies. Yeah, uh, those are those are more yeah. appropriate, I think. <laughs> yeah. Not as much work involved, you know. Yeah, a little more fun depends on yeah, how, how much exactly. they, they they get the balls. <laughs> Stop by the Cobras and Fire table at Rock and Pod, and you'll receive one free wedgie. <laughs> there you go. Perfect transition. Uh, swirlies are extra. You're listening to Cobras and Fire, a Pantheon podcast featuring your hosts, Elsie Fox and Baco. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco, and I am joined by the deviated Elsie. How are you this morning, Elsie? Feeling good. Glad to be back on the stage with you. Are you sure you can handle this? We'll see. <laughs> I should be I should be sleeping, but that's okay. The show must go on. All right. So, how you been? I've been pretty good. Yeah, yeah. We should say we've we've hammered everything out. We're gonna be at Rock and Pod. Was this was just, just yeah? I can knock that, that out of the yeah. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, Baco and I will will be available 
to, to talk to for autographs for for all the, the 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 hot merch that we like giving out but but rockin the rockin pod expo this thing is really shaping up to be a packed weekend wouldn't you say yeah looking forward Friday, to it Saturday Sunday we've got uh uh, you want to hit all the events? No, because I don't have it in front of me. So. Oh, you don't have it in front of me? You know what? You, you come Friday, hang out. You, you have some drinks with the podcasters. There's a concert somewhere, like a pre-party. I think Rare Hair is playing, but probably got that wrong. Uh, yeah, and then the, the expo itself takes place on Saturday, basically from, like, I don't know, 10 to 6. And it's going to be in conjunction with some other kind of nerd festival, too. I think comic books. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then yeah, on Sunday there's some shit going on. There's I know Courtney's doing her uh, front lines and back lines thing because uh, you know every day I wake up and I go God if I just before I die see Eric Martin of Mr Big do stand up comedy I can I can <laughs> die a happy man. Uh, so that'll be going on. And there's something oh there's like a screening of Kiss Exposed or Extreme Close Up with the comedians talking over it somewhere. Um, yeah. All this information with more specific details can be found where Elsie. At rockandpodexpo.com, which I have also purchased rockandpodsexpo.com to gift to Sinzak to, to fix it for next year. I think it's rockandpodnashville.com, but I always say just Google rockandpodnashville. It, yeah, it'll, it'll one give of the things. Life. Yeah, so there's there's the facts for you. Go go check it out. Uh, and Keelfest. You forgot Keel. Oh, yeah, Keelfest is uh, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, Ron Keel's going to be playing with the Ron Keel Band, Keel and Steelers. So he's going to be performing... Oh, for about 18 hours on. <laughs> <laughs> He's got, what, 11 guitarists, you said? Yeah, I was talking to him, uh, well, yesterday before we talked, and he was just kind of, he was jokingly bemoaning. He's like, Jason, I got 11 fucking guitar players I got to work with here. You know what those guys are like. And so, anyway, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, looking forward to that. That should be a lot of fun. Uh, and Ron is not doing interviews, understandably, because. He's got to sing for four hours, so right. uh, he's uh, he's gonna try to take it easy. He's old as fuck, man. Yeah, I do think it's interesting that it's combined with a comic book, like a comic fest or something like that on on Sunday. Um, are you gonna go there and see if you can get Spider Man issue eighty five or anything like that? Or I'll probably check it out one. a little bit. I'd actually yeah. like to check I don't one know out. that um, there, there's the uh, the original Secret Wars series is probably the only comic that I would go back and and repurchase. Fuck yes. I mean, do you think that they intentionally... Uh, I'm I'm amazed. I think they're finally going to come out with a Secret Wars in this Marvel universe. I hope universe. not. It's like the last last thing of my childhood. Of oh, the, you think of it'll the be whole, ruined? I'm sorry. I, I, is my opinion on Marvel movies not been shared? Yes, they are. The whole MCU and the fact that people who never picked up a comic book in their life use the phrase MCU is kind of nauseating to me. But they're just carbon copy, cookie cutter, rinse and repeat money machines, and people eat it up. It's just not my cup of tea. As someone who is familiar with these characters and the backstory, it's just it doesn't it doesn't do much for me. So no, they ruin everything. Just do your own thing, man. No, that's fine. Yeah. I just want to know if you actually have. I'm surprised you've heard of I... Secret Wars, but that's kind of one of my bitch about all these movies. So oh. Secret Wars was like the, the what I mean by that is that the whole Marvel universe seems to be kind of based on that where it's yeah. you need to watch you need to watch all these other movies to know what the fuck is going on in the main series. I thought mm-hmm. that was a genius thing back in the day is all like you need to read Spider-Man number five, 5500 or whatever. Like no, that it was really cool. It was like basically everybody that was in it, their last issue, like it went, it went from it basically with them getting zipped out of wherever they were with no explanation and then right. being back with no explanation with some changes like that's where. The costume that they eventually called Venom, Spider-Man's black costume, came from right. his return from Secret Wars. 
which I guarantee they won't do <laughs> if they do make the movies. They'll just, you know what would really make sense in this story I had no part of writing? Right. So, anyway. But here, my main We're question way I off back, track here. <laughs> no, I, I think this is perfectly exactly the track we need to be for, our, for, for everything. This is, this is the track. This okay. is the Cobras and Fire track. But <clears throat> one last thing on that was... Well, enough on that nonsense. Let's get into some other stupid shit, which is, uh, <laughs> that's the best segue I can come up with. Uh, I love it. So for people uh, listening at home, you just came out of a pretty long break where we talked about how to do a hard shift into Elsie's nose. There you go. How's your, how's your schnoz doing? <laughs> Oh, it's, it's great. Thank, thank you for asking. I appreciate the care. What I'm actually talking about is that you actually had a procedure recently that, uh, I don't know, for five to ten years I've considered. Uh, I have a deviated septum, and apparently you did too. And like yep. all maladies we've had, although I, you haven't got your colonoscopy yet. I got that out of the way before you. But yeah, you broke yeah. your wrist first. Uh, did you? I think you got COVID first. I got COVID first, right? Yeah. Uh, what else? What else have we done? We've kind of had like, oh, I think I, my 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 dryer broke first, and then yours did. Yeah, yeah. Like there that. Like it's it's basically. Uh, I'm usually first at bat for for life uh, life events. There we go. Uh, so yeah, you you actually had the procedure done uh, a little over a week ago, if I understand, if I remember right. Um, yep. wh- how are we doing? What's the latest prognosis? Yeah, sure. So <clears throat> so basically, uh, first uh, when I visited, when I went to go get that that uh, car uh, on in November. I was sick since then, basically. Like, uh, so that was kind of the the the, and you saw that I wasn't doing well then. So, so basically, deviated septum. Your nose passages are supposed to just be these straight lines, straight up. And mine, if you look look under there, looks like a drunk driver all over the road, just just squiggly lines. Somebody with a really shaky, shaky uh, a drawing hand. And uh, so the the dream is when you get this done is you can breathe better, you sleep better. Everything's awesome. So, in short, went in, and then colds and stuff like that go away quicker. So those those seem like all things that you're excited about. Maybe do you sleep well? I, off and on, yeah. I do think okay. my, I, w- I would hope my sleep would be a little bit better. And the other thing is cardio. Uh, it seems to be it affects some of the benefits of of uh, of, of things like you know swimming and riding a bike. But uh. risks are possibly ruins your podcast. Uh, career with your mm. voice, voiceover career. Maybe you look like Humpty Hump when you come out of the surgery, <laughs> something nice. like that. So, yeah. so, so you don't know. Um, but yeah, so I'm talking to you right now with like two like plastic tubes shoved up my nose for the next like two or three weeks. Oh wow! Uh, to like, yeah, there, there's there's tubes in there too that's kind of wide. Um, that's what's getting in the, the extra Romo. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll share it. Yeah, your, your nose does look a little fatter now that you point it out. <laughs> I told uh, you. Yeah. It's like right here on the side. It's, yeah. it's all inflated. Well, you, uh, you said it. Is it red? I couldn't. The, the, the Skype video doesn't really make it look that red. Right. I'll share it. You know what? Uh, for people listening at home, this you will you have already seen this because it'll be the tease for the episode. Okay, cool. Oh, you already took a picture. Great. Yeah. Um, and then the other part is that that uh, the other thing I was like, I was like, when you're done with this, is my face ID and my phone not going to recognize me anymore? Right. Well, what's the word? It does. It does recognize me still. So that's that's good. But just just quick stuff about going going in there is you get in there and what's the last time you've had surgery? 
the, the colonoscopy, uh, well, right? The colonoscopy. Well, that's not surgery, but well, I was you know anesthetized. Yeah, there you go. Well, that's that qualifies. We'll just say say that right. is that. Uh, so when we went there, do they do the thing where they keep taking you room to room and they keep asking you why you're here, what's your name, what's your birth date? To yeah, verify? they really amped up a lot of are you safe at home? Um, okay, things like that. Uh, actually, I get the, I, I've been to the clinic for like uh, updates to my prescriptions. I, I take two, one for uh, allergies and one for blood pressure. And both times I had that weird questionnaire where the two people asked me. Do you do you fear for your safety at home? And wow, know. you got that. Okay, yeah. I didn't get that. It's a new maybe but, it's a new Minnesota law. Anyway, well, I used it. So they always ask you what what's the procedure here for? Blah 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 blah. So I took it as an opportunity to have fun, right? Yeah. I didn't read the room, and I just said like, uh, I'm here for my deviated rectum. I can't shit straight. And that didn't go over well. It just they don't they don't like that. Like a, like a, like yeah, it didn't, didn't go over well. Um, you know, I'm like I have ghost poops. I think I'm shitting in myself. They didn't like it. They asked stuff like, like they, I, they I clearly say, don't listen to the podcast. No, they don't. They don't. Obviously, uh, I I said <clears throat> to to and and I had some pretty attractive nurses there too. Oh yeah. This one, but they had masks, so they could have had like a dead dead tooth and whiskers for all I know. But they the two blondes were like helping me out, and I'm like I'm like uh, you know, I've heard things about people being taken advantage of when you're under anesthesia. I just want to make sure. I could possibly pay extra for that, for this procedure. They didn't like that, you know, things like that. It was just, it was a really rough room. I must tell you the, the, <laughs> the emergency room. Okay. <laughs> um, but, and, and, but, but the thing that I liked the most about it was after the surgery that I was actually texted. This is not a joke. I was texted a survey from the, uh, oh, did you pick out the anesthesiologist right away when they walked in the room? Like, like walking by, did you do like, that's the guy that's going to put me under? No. Oh, I did. It's, it's, it's always a man. They always have glasses. They always look a little creepy. That's kind of a weird job, right? You're just basically doping I'm pretty sure mine was a female. That's amazing. That breaks the mold. Cause I can always tell it's a guy that looks a little sketchy. Uh, but when I came out of it, um, like two days later, I actually got a survey asking how is my anesthesia procedure? And I'm like, basically I'm never... It's, it's, it's basically how do you even rate that, right? It's either you're you're alive or you're dead. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's just pretty. It's the only person. That, first of all, I'm like, how does this motherfucker have my not, my my? T- I guess you have everything there, but I just yeah. find it odd that I actually got a survey from my anesthesiologist. Now, do you use like do they have my chart with everything out there? Or is that the? Yep. Okay. Yeah, they got that, so they could get in, get into my business. But that's it. That's that's basically the deal. Well, how you feeling? Uh, like I should be asleep right now. That's kind of the thing. Well, you keep going. Like, is, like, is that like constant or is that you just continue to whine about getting up at 630 today? No, no. This, it, no, I'm saying that like you're supposed to. That's that's the biggest thing is that you have to force yourself to, get, to sleep more than you normally do just to, to, to heal and feel better. How you does one do feel, that? Huh? How do you do that? How do you make yourself sleep? Drugs. This is my experience on it, though, is when I was on it, I took one like right before I went to work. And what it does, because <laughs> I know, isn't that great? Yeah. Uh, so I was like, yeah, this is the time I can legally be on Oxy when I'm at work. So, uh, you know, I go there and what it does is though, it makes, to, for me, what it gave me is during the day, I didn't have any kind of, I, I, it gives you not giving a fuck mm-hmm. level of like whatever, like the pain is going away because that's that's the main reason you're, you're taking it. I can see why you get hooked on it. But like, I would just have conversations where maybe, like when I was talking to you, <laughs> I'm just saying whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's almost, it's, so I can see why people like it is my point. You feel completely 
like relax. Nothing really bothers you. So I can tell you uh, that that when you're on Oxy and you're you're not able to go to sleep, okay. uh, you do make some nice purchases online <laughs> and 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 you go down all these different rabbit holes. And one of the things that I discovered was I don't even I, I swear it was either in Obscuria podcast or maybe Disciples of the Watch, but somehow I I was recommended this this band. It wasn't through the app, like one of these streaming apps called Band of Spice. Ridiculous name. I was like, fuck it. The album cover for this this uh, thing called uh, Shadows Remain looked awesome, like an old horror novel. So I'm like, fuck it, I'll give it a play. Incredible. Sabbath influence, like I, Metallica, all these things rolled into one. And of course, they're out of Sweden. So I just want to feature a track from something I discovered at 2 a.m. and purchased the vinyl, which showed up yesterday, uh, that I'm a proud owner of. So here's Band of Spice with the track Coherent Train of Thought. Soundboard series is back, and fucking A, if they didn't uh, knock it out of the park uh, on this one. Have you seen the the next album that they're going to do? Yeah, they got it with uh, old uh, Elephant Hands. Yeah, Mark St. John, Yeah, one of the very, he only played like a, a show and a half in the United States, and, and they have the soundboard for one of them. Now, uh, apparently a couple of songs aren't going to be complete, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'll be at the record store the day this comes out. Uh, I, I think I'm not going to do any pre-ordering on these because they always end up in the in the record store right um no, but, i hear you there so this is this is kind of cool though uh, i'm actually a little surprised this is when i see stuff like this I, this is where i get like i don't think like they're actually involved that much because <laughs> this is like something for the fan um doc mcgee was just on uh, podcast rock city did you happen to check that out I did not, but I saw some uh, like pickup of the uh, of his appearance. Yeah, I mean, look, Podcast Rock City is not a show that's going to hit hard. There is the only things that I got interesting out of Doc were the points where I could read between the lines. They weren't really going to hit him with anything hard. They weren't going to ask him about his checkered past or or ask him where the Dubai stuff is. You know, they, you know, uh, it, it, even though Doc set him up for that one at least twice to just. Because he told the company line, man, it's like, you know, with the thing about Kiss, they always make sure they deliver for their fans. I'm like, okay, when will they be delivering the Dubai package would be a nice follow-up question for that. But, I, look, I don't begrudge him for that. It's not that kind of show. And it was a nice right. get for them, and he probably would not have agreed to do it if there was any chance that was going to happen. Sure. Um, but, yeah, he talked. they asked him specifically about the, the soundboard series and will there be more deluxe box sets and, and all that stuff. And Doc... 
I don't know if, 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 if it wasn't intentional, then he's not a very good listener, but he talked about anything but vinyl releases. Uh, and he's like, absolutely, we got all sorts of stuff. And then he starts talking about things that aren't vinyl. Doesn't talk about any soundboard possibilities, no deluxe box sets, doesn't get into even the ones that exist. He just shifts away from it. And that just, you know, because I've always kind of speculated that maybe maybe he uh, <laughs> maybe they don't have their, their own catalog and they really don't control how these things come out. Right. So he kept it pretty va- vague. Yeah, pretty vague. But anyway, uh, I think this comes out in April. Uh, I'll, uh, like I said, I'll go out and get it. Is this one that uh, does much for you? Old elephant hands got uh, uh, <laughs> some issue with you. I don't have any love for Mark St. John is playing and everything. I mean, that the the tracks I do like from Animalize have nothing to do with any of his solos. Uh, so, but it is interesting that that the set list will be what the set list is, and, and yeah, and uh, definitely it's not the standard cut and paste release from them. Yeah. So that that's pretty cool. The fact that they're, but you know, I'll, I'll like more stuff like this if they, if they put it out. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, I did the fact that you told me that, that there's only two concerts in the U S or one and a half or whatever. That's even less than I thought it was. I thought it was like they had a run of whatever at least. And then finally they brought Bruce in. So that's more interesting to me. They did do some European dates. I don't know that he played much on those, though, either. I it, That whole history is a little sketchy because the people telling it don't really want to talk about it. Um, right. So you, I mean, what, a, what a weird time, though. I mean, just the fact that they you know they just went from, from Vinny, and then they got this. They have so much turmoil. I mean, that, that part's just interesting in and of itself, the fact yeah. that, okay, now we have two guitarists on, on tour with us. <laughs> How fucked up is this? I mean, can you that's, – that's where you can't write this kind of stuff. With I can't think of another band that went through that. Uh, like, I wonder like how much – I wonder how much Bruce got paid to to be the understudy there for a little bit. Right. Um, but, yeah, yeah, this does more for me than uh, – because a lot of people uh, were really pumped about the, sh- the the first one they did, which was Ace on guitar and Eric Singer on drums. I just uh, – I have no idea what to expect from Mark St. John live. I've only heard really poorly recorded audio like like basically if you held up one of those like cassette recorders in the audience right uh, back in the 80s so i well, so I, I don't really know i'm hoping this is at least a, a cleaner than that <laughs> yeah as i say maybe you'll have one of these poorly recorded performances on vinyl soon yeah. i hope it's a good a good recording or yeah. decent as as good as 77 Des Moines yeah. or whatever that yeah, was yeah if it's if know? it's at, if it's on par with that i'm i think it's going to be a a cool find but and it will be kind of nice to hear Mark St. John playing on some of those other songs, like the older Kiss tunes, and see how what he can do there. Sure. I, I love the guitar tone on Animalize. Uh, I do like his lead playing. I don't think he would have been in the band for maybe one more record. I just don't think it was a good fit. Gotcha. But I do like that record, and uh, it is kind of fascinating to me. I, I don't begrudge people who are glad they, they went with Bruce over him, but I don't think Bruce really gave you anything to, to write home about until Revenge. So uh, he was... yeah. I disagree. That's be a great conversation in the future. All right. Yeah. Well, I think we've had it in the past. So <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I don't think we have going over certain albums though. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, we can uh, maybe we got March Badness coming up, so maybe Asylum. We we throw it in there. <laughs> you see, I'm so much hatred for that album. <laughs> uh, it's the la- It's the lowest ranked record that I still listen to. Yeah. Uh, of all of them? Yeah, of, of the wow. entire KISS catalog. There's two that I don't listen to, Monster and Sonic Boom. Although every now and then I'm like, I'm just going to listen to it one more time. My like, God, this is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, I do have another quick hitter uh, from Paul Stanley. He was interviewed. And, you know, growing up, Paul Stanley was always the guy that, like, you know, I'm proof that if you believe in yourself, anything is possible. Chase sure. your dreams, that kind of stuff. Yeah, cha- yeah. He's changed his tune a little bit. Uh, he was on an interview recently, and he says, if you choose to pursue something that's out of your reach, you're an idiot. Seems a little bit different than live to win, yeah. <laughs> God. I did see some something about that. Like, you need to, you need to know. It, it's like, uh, what is the, the quote from that movie about a man has to know his limitations? It's almost like that kind of speech. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is uh, I can't remember the movie. I know, I know the God it's a famous it. it's line. A, it's a famous quote. Yeah, uh, yeah. Paul Stanley, <laughs> chase your dreams unless it's unattainable. Other than you're just an idiot. Uh, <laughs> then go dig that ditch, motherfucker. Recently, and that means between the last time we recorded and now that uh, the actress that plays Stifler's mom banged 200 frat boys shortly after American Pie. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is an actual fact? Yeah, she's been doing interviews because apparently we decided she's a credible actress again for some reason. And she's been in like White Lotus and uh, that that yeah. show that you and I watched, The Watcher. Is that Watcher, yeah. yeah, yeah. And because you know, last I remember, she was uh, on Two Broke Girls, playing the exact same character she plays in these two other shows. But for right. some reason now, it's not a ridiculous, stupid show. It's she's a great actress, getting awards. But anyway, so she's doing a lot of interviews, and uh, apparently, a lot of guys after watching American Pie wanted to bang Stifler's mom, so she took advantage and uh, uh, opened up that. Uh, that area for for some uh, you know occasional visitors. She claims over two hundred. She's like the Gene Simmons of uh, movie characters. I don't know. <laughs> Good God! I've I've just like right now. I'm there's a couple. You can go if you have things to say first because I'm just I hit this is this is fresh fresh okay. information for me. So. <laughs> Well, the only thing I can add to this is that, like, for me personally, I, even when the movie came out, I'm like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to be pretty drunk. Same. <laughs> you know? No, there was there was nothing. Even then, she was all, like, Botoxed out, out for, like, 97, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think she looks exactly the same. Yeah, she's a very as, like, good that. actress. Uh... Man, let, let's uh, I'll just hit a few things about American Pie. I think... Uh, I think American Pie also, American Pie is notable for me 
because I actually walked out of Detroit Rocks, Rock City uh, with my girlfriend at the time after basically maybe 20 minutes into that movie and said, fuck it. Let's just go watch American Pie again because I was <laughs> disappointed with that. We watched we watched that. So I was a big fan of American Pie, but thinking back about that, that movie is insane if you think about it. There's there's previews of a guy that was fucking a pie yeah. <laughs> on the counter. There's the the fact that they had like cameras and people are was like the, you know watching uh whatever the famous like basically like, kind of recreating the Porky's shower scene. Yeah, uh, but I'm just saying like 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 that a was girl the, the, getting undressed. That was the end of an of, of an era of those kind of movies because they came out a lot for like maybe five years, but yeah. I kind of miss it because it had no political correctness. The first one, I th- I think I haven't seen it for about a decade, but I think it would still somewhat stand up for a collection of silliness. Maybe I don't That's know where we got the term MILF. Good point. I forgot that she was the original MILF. That was the first time I heard that term. Oh God! Now I got to. I had what? I had conveniently separated her from the term. Now it's back, probably forever. It's yeah. probably ruined MILFs for me. Is it? Is was that the first time you heard the yeah. term? It was first time for me. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. But okay. I had I had removed Stifler's mom from because she was the MILF. I didn't know if it was specifically that was where it was almost sourced for popular culture, but I guess it is. Yeah, that um, movie, but it was it was related to her, right? No, I know. Yeah. Um, but that's but going back to her. Uh, wow, that's all I have to say. That hold on, that I'm changing is, my U porn settings here so I don't get notes. So. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's all you're gonna get now <laughs> since you've mentioned that. Um, who who I, I, I can't think of anybody that's made a career off of uh, just. I guess a lot of people are. They do one thing, and they just keep doing it in other 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 movies forever. But uh, for the fact that she would re-show up in popular culture a quarter of a century later is is pretty remarkable. I will say I want to see more of uh, uh, what's his face from a uh, Billy uh, from uh, Shooter McGavin. I want to see Shooter McGavin in more movies now, though, because mm. he is a cheesy ass actor, and I've always liked his <laughs> stuff. So I, I hope he's back. If she could have a second, I think second. he peaked that shooter. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I know. But still, I mean, even in that show, I was like, I can't believe Shooter McGavin and the MILF are in a, a show. Let's uh, in, stick in to Stifler's mom. I, that, I'm, I'm already, I'm just irritated that term is now ruined for me. Uh, I, I, okay. I'm, I need some time to get over it. So no, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I have nothing else for it. But, the but what a fresh. lady! What a lady! What do you uh, think? What do you think? Do you think that they the, the guys got to dip themselves in a, in a pie before they went in? Yeah, I don't know that they went quite that far. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm just was curious. That, where, was was into, where was she too running? Where was she running? No, I didn't say. I just said I don't know that they would have went that far. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, where was she running into these frat boys? Like, was she actually out? Like, basically, after she she randomly hooked up with a couple of them, she's like, "Fuck, I need to go to fucking campus bars." Uh, and that's how I think it went down. She get, just went to the, all the local universities and just was like, they're like, it's Stifler's mom. And then all of a sudden it was like, you got to remember this is still the time where they had like bulletin boards too. So she maybe had like, want to bang Stifler's mom and you had those little pieces of paper that you tear off at the bottom. Grab a number. Yeah. Call it and go banger. Well, good for her. I call bullshit on that, especially the number, because the fact that one of those guys would have had to have done some kind of like, you wouldn't believe this, like some story online. You're calling bullshit because, like, if this was true, it would involve a really elaborate detail explanation of a hollow dome. You remember hollow domes, right? Oh, don't even go there. I'm super, <laughs> super mad at your daddy. We'll have to break that down another time. We don't have enough time for this episode. All right. But uh, 
that, uh, that's that, why that, you're calling bullshit me. on someone's sex story is just hilarious to me. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, well, you're gonna have to. You're, there's no sex. First off, no sex involved. It's a sex that's story. The first part. Yes. Yeah. It okay. It's not. It's a story of a coming of age story about rock and roll and everything like that. So you're gonna have to just back off, man. Back We're gonna have to. Off, you're gonna. You can break that. You can bring all your questions in another time. All right. Fair enough. But that's for another episode. There's a tease. Check out Disciples of the Watch. My Life in Four Songs. That's actually the M-L-I-F episode. You know what I need to do is go back to the when you shared that bullshit story on our show and then compare uh-huh. the two to see if I can, oh, there's, you know, it's been five or five years or so. There's got to be some inconsistencies. You could do whatever you want. I, I will, I, I will, I will show a couple things Roll to the you. tape. Yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Wow, that'd be a first. Roll a tape to an episode from five years ago. All right. Uh-huh. Hey, uh, well, yeah, fair enough. We'll touch on that, and you can uh, you can come at me uh, when I'm more prepared as well. Okay, uh, excellent. All right, uh, one other one here. Panic at the Disco broke up, and I'm just curious how how he did that. Uh, did he walk into his bathroom, look in the mirror, and said, we're, we're not doing this anymore? You mean just him? Yeah, it's one fucking guy. One guy? <laughs> how do okay. you fire? You're, it's like, yeah, we're breaking up the band. Yeah, Nine Inch Nails broke up too. Same thing. Yeah, it's very similar. Yeah, I didn't know. I did, I don't know much about that band except they had the, the twenty. The most thing I know about it is what you brought to the show is the twenty co-writers or whatever it was for that song. Yeah, that uh, that breakdown on uh, the modern day production in songwriting. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I know. So we have two well, choruses and and uh, uh, well, we have a chorus and two verses and a middle part. I need forty three people, <laughs> seventeen to produce. Stat. Uh, pop music, 101. Anyway, yeah, the the people most affected by that breakup are those people that they're not going to be connected <laughs> to a future song. Maybe that's why he did it. He just like if I keep going as Panic at the Disco legally, I'm con- I owe all these people so many fucking backdoor deals. I don't yeah. make any money. I'm just going like, to switch it. Yeah, he, did, he got his expense statement. He's like, I got 43 people on payroll just for this song. I can't keep this up. <laughs> What's so? What's he going to change? He's going to do a new project. It'll be something like you know, nervous at the dance club. I think so. Oh yeah, this is another. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was the one we did? The Magic Dragons. Uh, 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 God, we came up with twenty or so on that one. Yeah, that was <laughs> I can't good. do it today. <laughs> Roll the tape. Okay. Uh, how can it possibly make a kid feel not cool listening to a Magic Dragons? <laughs> Oh my! Like the idea that the music, like that he writes, he thinks like this is gonna make kids cool. You ever heard um, fabricated hydros before? <laughs> nope. They're they're a cover. Uh, uh, Imagine Dragons cover band. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! It, it, look, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> Dragon. Um, imagine a world where your music was cool because it just isn't cool besides imagine dragons i i uh i actually prefer um fabricated (laughs) hold on hold on hold on hold on uh have you heard of the other uh imagine dragons cover bands there's a lot of them yeah, let me hear one. Fantasized Colossus. <laughs> well, there's a. <laughs> I have to look. There's a, there's a whole Wikipedia page full of them. So, keep going, please. I'm sorry. What about I, I just... uh, synthetic demogorgon? 
they're pretty, they're pretty good. They, they, they really rock they up. They play uh, my neck of the woods all the time. Yeah, well, they really rock up. Uh, they really, you know, they, they take Thunder and Lightning to the next level. I mean, but, they uh, really, like, they do a good job of, like, making you feel like you're at, at an actual Imagine Dragons show. Because sure. there's a lot of pillows and it's like you're in a library. Yeah. Anyway. But, but my favorite... Uh, my, uh, one last one. I mean, my favorite though is conceptualized behemoth. I'm not a spaceman, but on the other hand, I never really did fit in this world. Heads up to misfits, the ones that don't fit. I know that you know that you know who you are. question for you in colorado we've gone full hippie and we have to pay 10 cents for every bag you use at the store do you have that rule yet plastic bags not statewide minneapolis has it and there's also like an added sales tax but i I believe that's just to pay for the viking stadium oh really yeah i don't guess yeah that's so like uh I, i think there's a couple other communities too but minneapolis is the big one that uh there's like a, a five ten cent charge, something like that, if you don't I bring gotcha. your own bag. Uh, well, IKEA, most, yeah. IKEA just does it as a company. Uh, I think, I think they charge a you a buck nineteen move. for their bag. Yeah, and we've bought two bags and we always forget to keep them in the car. They come in the house I, I, and they're always like, there, right? Yeah, that's the same thing. Like you have those bags in the car, we never actually bring them in. Maybe we should actually bring in these things. Yeah, no, I, but, I forget uh, to bring them back to the car. You take your your shit in the house when you buy the you buy the bag, put the stuff in the bag, take it home, and then the bag is in your house forever. So, anyway. Okay, that's my that's my malady. So. Well, I've got a cobra hack for you. I yeah. wanted to just share real quick. Okay, there's a legal loop. There's a legal loop hole. If you have this in your state and you have to pay ten cents per plastic bag or whatever, uh, and you use the self checkout line, that when it, there's a little uh, prompt that comes up and it says, "How many bags do you wish to pay for today?" And I always answer zero. Because I don't wish to pay for any of them. Doesn't oh. matter how many bags I have. <laughs> <laughs> so you just answer zero. You're asking me how many bags have you used today? Honestly, you have to give the number. How many bags do you wish to pay for? Zero. And that is how it's presented in person. Actually, the, the lady in the checkout line, too. So just always ask zero. If anybody asks you, I don't wish to pay. Done. You're not going to go to jail for it. There's no guy. There's no guy in, in jail. What are you here for? Oh, I didn't pay for the bags over at the King Super. You know? Just go through. Zero is the answer. Go Fair enough. I, I, think it's a, I think that's a solid tip. Okay, that's it. Fuck the environment. <laughs> Speaking of fucking. <laughs> Speaking uh, of fucking. Uh, Pam Anderson's got a book out, and she's making a book tour, making all these claims. And the one that, that uh, I wanted to talk about today is that apparently the movie Borat, uh, which I forgot she was even in, uh, I, yeah, uh, it, it played a role in <laughs> dismantling her marriage to Kid Rock. Uh, he uh, say it again. Yeah, apparently he didn't know she was going to be in it, and they go see the at the premiere together, and then she is she naked in it or something or because well, I don't. 
I don't think she's don't naked, think but so. he chases her around like she's the perfect woman, right? That about the Pam Anderson. Uh, okay. okay. Um, but uh, anyway, so she knew she was in it and she wanted to surprise him, but apparently he's not a guy who likes surprises. Uh, uh, and frankly, she just <laughs> the way she describes her relationship, you know, because you know how you and I have talked, like, what happened? Like, how did this guy that, like, used to do this stuff that we liked turn into this character, this weird person? Right. And this kind of exposes probably the more obvious answer to all, almost that question every time is, like, he was always like that. He just right. hit it. Right. Yeah, you know what? He was kind of a jealous, over-anxious dickhead that kind of sums up it's not that big of a leap when you hear how she described their relationship and things that would go on now it's one side of the story and you know he's going to come out and say bitches be bitches you oh, know? yeah and uh but whatever you know she's got a book to sell yeah that doesn't mean it's a, if it's a lie it's a lie it just because right. they're, they're they're marketing it and selling it doesn't mean it's not true i always hate that comeback it's like just trying to sell books is all well, of course she's trying to sell books. She released a book and wants to make money. That's the fucking point. Is it a lie? If you're not willing to say that, you know, it's it's like that whole lazy blame the media thing. Okay, what part didn't you like? Why is it so hard to say this guy lied about this on his show? It's got to be media said something. It's not true. So anyway, you know, because there's, there's truth to all these things except for the, 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 the statement of like, yeah, and by the way, I'm, I'm debating a statement I haven't even heard Kid Rock say yet. You just know that's always the comeback when somebody writes a book sure. and says something shitty about someone. They're like, well, they're just trying to sell books. No, actually, he, I, I just looked it up. He just said is he's uncancelable. Turns out George Santos wrote all of Kid Rock's uh, songs on uh, uh, Rebel Without a Cause. <laughs> Devil <laughs> Without a, a Cause. Amazing. Who knew? That guy's got some skills, right? <laughs> there was a guest on the John Stewart show. He's like, usually when politicians get caught lying, it's a little stickier and it's hard to like really even grasp what they're talking about, you know? And it's, sure. it's like this, but he's just like, yeah, I invented glue. <laughs> <laughs> I was, it's like, there's almost a brilliance to it, too. It's like, you know, I, yeah. a, a university I've never heard of, you played volleyball for. Why the fuck would I not believe that? Right. Right, they're they're just random lies, but but he was at the holodome with you. (laughs) God damn it! It's right there, fucking Santos. Santos, (laughs) he confirms your story. (laughs) (laughs) To be debated, future episode. Uh, You son of a bitch! uh, It hurts. It hurts, Baco. Taking stuff from my youth. God damn it. Uh, anyway, so so you get me in there. I'll have some stories. I'll go into her. That actually was my my campaign launch was on, on the Disciples of the Watch podcast. Nice. Get some backstory. No. There you go, Gene. A little plug for you. So, yeah, I don't think so, we ever mentioned it. We should, uh, Good thing we brought it up. Yeah, we should, probably should. Probably should mention it. Just like we. Uh, oh, and you're uh, uh, you want to list some of your appearances, too? <laughs> what? Uh, You've been on anything else lately. You've just been doing your own thing. Yep. Okay. Slobber knockers and uh, plus plus one. Got a plus one with Toomey that'll be out by, uh, before this one. So. Oh, now I know who it is. Okay. Okay. So I saw the Rick Rick Roll thing. Now I understand the preview. There. Yeah. No, you saw. I you, don't. you did not see a Rick Roll. Well, I saw Rick Astley. There we That's go. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I apologize. <laughs> I I don't. That doesn't play. Yeah, it's, but that's, that's okay. A, that's that's a dead reference. That's not anyway. Land. <laughs> fresh, fresh reference. They don't even make iPods anymore. You got any quote from the jerk that can drop in? That <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> it's a profit they, deal. They hate these cans. 
It was a great movie. All right. So back to, back to Pam Anderson. I'm, now I understand why, randomly, that this came up in conversation where I'm like, why is my mother-in-law talking about Pam Anderson? You know, 78 years old. And uh, she, so she must be doing a pretty good press tour. She's getting to the elderly. And she goes like, oh, did you know that that uh, whatever that surfer guy left 10 that who, who was she married to for a week? I, I look, I, I remember she, yeah. something about $10 the surfer guy, left. the surfer guy. I, I just don't remember Is his that, name. It's a fucking surfer. Who knows the names of surfers? I only know fair. him because she uh, married her. Okay. And he's dead. Didn't know he was dead. Maybe is that, but something, something about the fact that he he left ten million dollars in his will to her, and they were married a week, a week, whatever, like that. And I'm like, first off, boring piece of information for me. Second, <laughs> why do you why do you know anything about Pam Anderson? And but again, she's doing a good media tour. Is my point. So whoever's repping her, doing a good job, getting to the elderly. I just love that boring piece of information for me. Uh... I don't know. I, you know. There's only so much up there, right? You know, yeah. you, you don't need to, because now you lost something. You know, at this point, it's so full. I remember right. when uh, uh, Jade was a kid, she basically taught me the names of all the Jonas Brothers, and I was like, great, now what don't I have because I have that? You know what I mean? Right. So, now I can't, I can't recall what track five is on Slide It In. Exactly. So, thanks a lot, Grandma. Slow and easy. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, You're just taking a stab. Yeah, I hope that's okay. right. <laughs> is slow and easy on the same album as Slide It In? Yeah. Good God, that's a fucking oof. I'm getting. I don't know. Those, those are two uh, pretty dirty song titles right in a row. <laughs> the same album. Anything else with an and or an it? Yeah, I don't know. Jesus. Anyway, I just I just think that. Uh, there was a time, Bucko, when you could have albums called Lick It Up and Slide It In. To the bone. I don't know if you can have that anymore. So swallow high the serpents Of many tags and faces <laughs> well, you know, there's some other sad news. It turns out Dave Grohl has gray hair. I couldn't believe this headline. Oh, it's okay. Go ahead. 
Uh, I I don't even, I sh- I probably should have put more effort into this, but yeah, he was a scene attending. Uh, I was actually more offended by the concert he was at. Hold on, I got it here. Yeah, here's the headline. Uh, Dave Grohl has hair. <laughs> this is from AlternativeNation.net. Dave Grohl has gray hair. He only mentions like a single hair too. Dave Grohl has gray hair at Harry Styles show. Now, uh, is gray hair a drink? Am I missing something here? Or are we just amazed <laughs> that uh, that he's aging? Um, yeah. I have gray hairs, and he's older than me. Yeah, now, maybe everywhere. his aren't in his beard. Um, maybe he's got them up top. I don't know. Uh, this was... There, was, there, was a, there wasn't a picture to back it up? Yeah, the picture does not help at all. No, it's... Uh, I don't well, know. If I'll try to show it to you here. It's just... It's not even from the show. It's like I shot of him live on concert. I think it's... Oddly, it looks that like, looks like Andrew WK in that picture. Oh, yeah. he is. Yeah, it, it looks like the, the the moment he got choked up during one of the Taylor shows. So, yeah. Uh, Alternative Nation, you know, I, I thought they were a little more serious <laughs> than that. Right. <laughs> you know, like a legitimate, uh, on a legitimacy scale. That Yeah, guess what, man? He's not the only one. Well, I, what I don't get is that at least you don't get the satisfaction of, a like, a, a picture. Like, if you're going to have clickbait, you got to have something there. Yeah. Like to, to substantiate, there's nothing there. That's a it's a that's a nothing burger, man. Maybe uh, maybe some maybe they were uh, uh, reporting something that was reported on another uh, another site, and uh. there maybe maybe somebody can flesh out and, and get us a gray they, hair they picture. Own, they own the picture that proves that the Harry Styles concert he has gray hair. Okay, all right. Well, hey, what the hell, Harry it. Styles? I hope this is for one of his kids. I gotta tell you, have you seen? Uh, Darling, uh, don't worry, or whatever the fuck that movie is. Apparently not. Uh, you leave that out. I can't remember the name of the uh, name of it right now, but it's the one that has Harry Styles, and it's the the ah fuck it. It's like step. <laughs> it's it's like it's like Stepford Wives. It had a but had Olivia Wilde directed it. It uh, has. Uh, you're not selling it. God damn it! That's okay. I'll give you. The, it just came out, but he's in it. Okay. You know, so. what is it about boy bands that, like, even though they're basically a collection of four or five people that are identical in, in any creative sense, you know what I mean? Yeah, they look, yeah. you got the, the guy who's, like, a little more clean cut and a guy with a, a little bit of a, a goatee going and, the, you know, the bad boy and stuff. But when it comes to, like, what they offer from a presentation of any type of art or creativity, they're all basically the same. You could literally pluck them in and out of everybody band. But every band, when they, when they break up, I hate using the term band because none of them fucking have an instrument anywhere near them. There's always one that's anointed, the chosen one. You had Justin Timberlake, and now we have Harry Styles. And it's like, like, why are the other guys like, why did Joey Fat One not get to have a career that Justin Timberlake did? You know what I mean? Fatone. Like, yeah. Fatone. <laughs> have you seen him lately? <laughs> what an unfortunate last name. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. Um, but I just don't get it. It's like, if, what does this one guy offer? Like, why is he the one that like gets to? Because all of a sudden the opportunities are there. The other ones all try and they they seem to fail. And I have no way to believe that it has anything to do with like any like. Well, that's because Justin's much more talented and has a lot more to offer. And no, no, not really. So I don't know. It's a good question. Like I never heard a ninety-eight degrees song. But what's the guy that was the, uh, the 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 appointed leader there? He was with Jessica Simpson. Oh, oh like God, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, he was the whatever. I know you're talking Nick you know something. Is that right? Is it Nick? Yeah, yeah. Who who made it from uh, Backstreet Boys though? Nobody made it from Backstreet Boys. No, nope, that's think. why when they reunite, all five get back together. How about Posh from uh, uh, Spice Girls? 
girl band. Well, that's because she was with a soccer player that yep. helped. Yeah. But but I don't think that she was appointed because it was basically her and uh, wait, who was the who was the blonde? What? Was that what was her name? Not gonna, you know, it's, it's sporty. Sorry, pa- it's, it's, it's not sporty. It's it's posh. The one Fighty, <laughs> poofy. Now that's a band of spice. <laughs> Old. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I know what you're saying though. <laughs> But yeah, then Harry. I didn't even know who Harry Styles was, and then all of a sudden he's in movies, he's on magazines, he's he's like like the top one of the top selling uh, you know performers last couple of years. But I don't know how that works. Just proper management and all the other four suck. But uh, yeah, he's new direction, right? Isn't that isn't that the one? I think so. <laughs> See, that's the whole point. It's like, it, I, but but I think p- part of it is at one point I think all three. Maybe New Direction too is the same guy. Like, isn't there a, like a songwriting team? There's like, there's like a they have a name, but they would do like all the songs for this, these bands. I don't know where this is going, but I'm just saying that, that, that <laughs> might be that might be part of it too. Is that that guy is the puppet master, and he goes, "That's the master puppet. I am the master of puppets." I think it, I think that's what it is. Runner. If I, if you're asking me to actually hypothesize, I just don't understand the the upside. I maybe I'm I'm not explaining my issue with it. Yeah, there, I think there is like the one guy. That, 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 that there's always one it's called dude the matrix who, no who, joke it's like who, the ma- some, some word like the matrix we'll have to look it up for actual facts but they're uh, all put together by one dude as a matter of fact one dude put both together in sync and backstreet boys right like pit them against each other almost yeah well no he was the manager for both bands well, he went and said those five guys are backstreet boys those five right. are in sync and right right yeah and i don't know um yeah you think justin timberlake now is like uh having beers with Leif Garrett because Harry Styles is popular and like he's uh, no one cares about me anymore. Well, the only thing I can think positive about all this is that that every it seems like 25 years, well, whatever. Like we're having a resurgence of that kind of thing, like the boy bands, like maybe there's going to be a re like like you're seeing rock going into a little bit of of pop here and there. So hopefully there's like a, a flip on that too, because everything comes, everything is a uh, circular. It's a 360, Baco. I'm all about K-pop now. making some news again. Uh, they're now kicked off two German festivals, largely because of controversy surrounding, you know, the some incidents with Phil in the past, you know, and, and accusations. I'm curious, though, how did they get on the festival? You know, was it almost booked just to make a, a public, you know, display about it? I, I'm, it seems odd that they would get booked and shortly after get kicked off. Well, I think it's 
suspicious is the fact that they had Foo Fighters ready to go <laughs> in the wings. Yeah. I mean, how do you have that as a back? Like, oh, that's okay. We got Foo Fighters. It's all right. I mean, that's that's. I mean, usually when people are dropped off of things, they're replaced by puddle of mud. <laughs> you know, last minute. <laughs> that happened to me. I Stone Sour dropped off of a fucking. Uh, it was replaced by a puddle. How would you like to be going to a fest and puddle of mud is, is replacing something like that? Like that. Whatever. But uh, so I think it's bullshit. The fact that they is my point is that they actually had a hole in their schedule because Foo Fighters is booked up pretty quick all of a sudden. You yeah. see their, their next year. Uh, I haven't so seen anything with festival that. dates, though. I guess you're right. It's all fests, but but every single Danny Wimmer has them. It seems like mostly that that kind of thing. You're right. Uh, but I mean, to that it end, was a very fast replacement. You know, maybe yeah. maybe they get that stuff worked out. I don't know that, that there's a conspiracy there. It just seems to me odd that like a country like Germany, which you know, understandably has pretty. St- Strong, you know, things to our st- pretty strong stance against anything that could be tied to Nazism. Uh, would even how would this even got booked? Now, I, I know the German government didn't book it, but the people that did had to know. Um, and maybe they didn't. Maybe it's as simple as that. Maybe it's Danny Wimmer booked the fucking thing himself in right. Germany, and then Germany's like, nah, nah, nine. To me, actually, it was surprising because I didn't think that that stuff was. Uh, I mean, I've made we've made reference to it in past episodes, but yeah. it was a while ago. And uh, and Phil has like what, at least apologized, whether you believe it or not, is a different story. But he said that right. wasn't my intent. I you know, and he, he did his best to. Yeah, he said it wasn't my intent to, for it to be on video. <laughs> and and, and, and uh, I think that was what he said, right? <laughs> Something like that. It was not the world's greatest apology, but it was more sincere than what you'll normally get. So no, so nothing more on that. Uh, I just uh, I thought well, it was interesting. That the, look, nothing that'll make the nothing that'll make the edit. We <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, we know that it, I, there's a good chance that two or one or two of the members of whatever constitute Pantera now won't be there. So they've only done yeah. like five shows, and you know Charlie's getting surgery, and uh, well, Rex has missed a couple. So. You know, the original name from Pantera. <laughs> the original logo from Pantera was Pantera's with the uh, the S, like mm-hmm. Kiss has, but they had to change it when they go to Germany. I heard Paul Stanley designed that. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but at least they're you know they're they're thoughtful when they go there. They change the S. Yeah, Ace had some scribbles on a napkin. I I cleaned her up. Yeah. Paul Stanley is like that uh, guy, Dave Mustaine, uh, he talks about Nick Menza just coming in like, hey, we should name that song Countdown to Extinction just so we can get right. song. Yeah, Paul Stanley is that with the Kiss logo. Yeah, sure. let me take a look at that, Ace. There. Hey, guys, I finished our logo. I did it. I did it. <laughs> well, whatever I say, when you're, when, you're, when you're having some serious thoughts and you really put a plan into motion, what you do is you scribble on a napkin. Yeah. That's, that's the first thing you do. That's where you put all your good, your good brainstorming activities. Worked for Spinal Tap. I don't think I've ever scribbled on a napkin. It's possibly the worst paper out there. It doesn't oh, matter yeah. how lightly you go on there. It's going to start shredding it. I mean, get something else. Get, what about a placemat? Scribble on a placemat. Mm. Paper placemat. That's going to work yeah, better. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little stronger than toilet paper, but yeah, you're right. It just kind of, it's almost like, I don't know, trying to butter bread and the butter is not, the butter is hard, you know? It's just kind of mushes. <laughs> yeah, and if you're going to like claim some idea in court, the last thing you want to do is like, here, show this as exhibit A and it's all shredded. Come on. Well, then don't watch the, the latest Knives Out. 
Jeg sætter mig og pumper for at få et klang En for orgel og en for mig Jeg har dræt ud ledningen af min telefon Ingen ringer, ingen ringer ud Jeg er i tvivl, kaste mit eller kron Jeg har aldrig fået svar i form i Jesus ikon Jeg skulle ikke stå vært kun han og mig i et rum Tanken blev dog blevet så stor, om jeg havde været to Og en ting er, om han havde syns syn på mig Jeg skulle spørge ham tvært om, om han syns syn på seg Jeg sætte mig og pumpe for at få et klang Dagen er for kort, og rundt og er for lang Så jeg sjekker absolut om Pinto Casa Cristal En for orkel og en for mig Og jeg kanskje blevet opp kjolen, derfor blir en annen sang So I shake it up till you drop it to glass like a star. Ozzy canceled this tour in in very uns in very unsurprising news. Ozzy cancels it to cancels. Uh, let me set this up clean. In very unsurprising news, Ozzy Osbourne has finally canceled his much-postponed tour. I don't know if you recall, this thing actually started booking on the Ordinary Man album cycle. Ooh. So it's about five years, and they just keep, you know, I remember the last time they rescheduled it, it was 2021, and the, the dates were rescheduled for 2023. Right. Now, he had that uh, accident that apparently knocked out some pins in his back from an earlier accident. Like, Didn't he trip over slippers or something like that going to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> um, poor Ozzy. Anyway, th- his efforts to, with some kind of like fringe treatments, you know, surgeries, stem cell stuff, it just hasn't uh, had the effect that he's hoping for. He, he he basically said in a statement that I can sing still, I can do a lot of things, but I can't walk. It's just, and you know what, it is it is a little too bad, but I, I think it's, when we're when I talked to Toomey, he brought up a story of um, that he had bought uh, prior, just before the pandemic, um, I can't remember the the fucking band, the Deftones. They bought uh, him and his wife bought Deftones tickets, about two hundred and forty dollars okay. total for the two of them. Uh, anyway, the tour got canceled, but by the time it got because ca- you know the, there was a couple delays, rescheduling, and then it got canceled. Right, Ca- similar to this, but a much shorter time frame, maybe, maybe a year or so. But in that time, they got married. She canceled her credit card, you know, all that stuff. That money was refunded to a card that doesn't exist. Oh, shit. So now think about this Ozzy tour that was booked five years ago. I don't know that I've had too many credit cards that have a five-year from when you get it, meaning that there's going to be a, there has to be a glut of people getting refunds to a card they don't have access to anymore. Yeah, that's true. This yeah, seems like one of those things that you sign away in the fine print because they contacted Ticketmaster and said, we, re- we refunded it. It's your right, problem. Right. Talk to your credit card company. And the credit card company is like, well, we don't have the card anymore. So, so where is the money? Huh. Somebody has it. And that's you know, and if it's happened to them, that means it's happened before. And uh, yeah, I think this is a class action lawsuit. This should be why, like, if you can't hit a tour date, it's automatically canceled. There is no, if you you, you either reschedule in three months or less. That's to me how it how it can work. I bet sure it's pissed giving back all that money, huh? Well, they never Just got like, it right. They, they but uh, Ticketmaster well, sat on the uh, they've been the they've been holding it or whatever. There's probably some advances or whatever. All right, so it gets refunded. But I understand that you have a recording of uh, Ozzy making his public statement. Could you play that, please? Sure, I'll put it right here. It was like, oh, so anyway, good luck to anybody that bought tickets to that that um, tour. Anyway, and instantly when you mention that too, it makes me think of a song that I heard somebody humming 
at the grocery store the other day. They were humming I Can't Walk, one of the worst songs ever by Genesis. What do you think? I can't Goofy. dance. I can't dance, but he says I can't walk also. Sure, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, okay. Anyway. Just didn't enough. want anybody at home Googling Genesis I can't walk. They would, have, they would have still found it. it. Let me see if I can find up. it. Yeah. Pretty sure. Pretty sure it would have directed, did you mean I can't dance, you dumb fuck? That's what Google would have said. Stop listening to Cobras and Fire. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's one asshole in Australia. Uh, in there. Oh, I haven't heard that song in a while. That's a jam. Oh, God. Um, did well, you know kangaroos can't fart? <laughs> Turns out that's a fact. Okay. All right, uh, let's wrap it up here then. Uh, Sebastian Bach and Falling in Reverse. Well, actually, Falling in Reverse has reignited the feud between these two people. And just to recap, basically, there was some back and Falling in Reverse is the band that got their laptop stolen and then couldn't play live. <laughs> uh, and Sebastian Bach, you know, took took to him on Twitter, and they went back and forth. And sure, they're like, yeah, here's Sebastian Bach walking out to an intro tape. Those are backing tracks. Technica, technically, you're the same. Anyway, so Wait, is that your Sebastian Bach or is no, that falling, you're falling uh, in reverse? No, that's the falling in reverse guy. Okay, okay, so make sure. Oh my God, that is not Sebastian. There you go. Okay, oh so my make sure. God. <laughs> so, so I wonder if Sebastian it, says, skit, "Oh my God, I need to be falling in reverse guy." If I just let, oh, claim fair him. enough. Uh, uh, the, you you say the falling in reserve part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you don't have you don't have any you don't have a script. I don't. I don't. See, you have to feed me my lines. <laughs> so the latest Fallen in Reverse music video, I didn't bother watching it, but I just saw that that apparently uh, the news cycle let me know on Blabbermouth there yeah, that uh, right. they whip a laptop at a guy who looks an awful <laughs> lot like Sebastian Bach in the music video. Actually, kind of funny. Okay. Yeah. Not too bad, right? Yeah, like like have a little. That's that's probably their their greatest artistic achievement. I think is whipping a laptop at <laughs> and, a, and a lookalike of Sebastian Bach. That's that's it. Yeah, it gets that's back to my move. thing. It's like you know you can call me. Well, you're just jealous. You're just trying to sell books. You blah blah oh, blah. Man, what you're not saying is that you're wrong. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, but that being said, I think it's kind of funny. Yeah. Why not get some of the news some more? Yeah. Well, you know? Yeah. Then maybe. This will inspire Sebastian to to write and record a new song and uh, um, catch that laptop and snap it over his uh, knee. What, how would he respond? Like, I don't need a laptop. Like, maybe that'll be his next song. Like, I don't need a fucking laptop. I think that's what it is. Yeah. It's uh, the no tapes, all real. Laptops are for pussies. Yeah, that's right. I think that's a that's a good title right there. Yeah. I don't think that that. That is a song title I don't think I've seen. I Chromebook all by. the way. <laughs> what was that one? Chromebook. <laughs> Chromebook. Okay. Now he's doing endorsement deals. <laughs> okay. Well, you know Apple's not going to endorse this, Sebastian. He'll have to get the no, Google the Google Chromebook. Not cool enough. That's a Harry Styles brand. Uh, anyway, Sebastian, by the way, also noted rocker with some gray hair. I didn't. Get, he doesn't get the headlines that Dave Grohl does, though. He doesn't. I don't think anybody. And what about the picture of Ozzy with his cane? Oh, God. You know, walking? I mean, he looks, he definitely doesn't look like he's going. I mean, they definitely did some work on him for that, uh, the NFL game to make him look how he did that day. Stands I mean, like everything. this. And, uh, right. There was right. that th- performance mean, in England, too, with uh, Tony Iommi, where it was the same, too. And I think that's when it was like, well, if if you had any doubts at all, I really never 
right. I didn't I didn't see him recovering. But who knows? You know, I don't I'm not there day to day, but yeah, he looked like a character right out of Harry Potter, man, like one of the 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 evil teachers. That's that's a good point. Yeah, that was uh that was huh. Professor Snape. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only Harry Potter character I could. But he pull. doesn't have gray hair even. No, I well, I, I was just like that's. That I know. Was the well, I'm one saying that's that he's Professor Snape, like year fifty in the Harry Potter series or whatever like that. Yeah, he's not know? at Dumbledore level yet. He needs to get a beard, but uh, yeah, true. What was the big uh, uh, giant guy that died recently? Um, that's Hagrid. Hagrid. Yeah, Hagrid. Okay. Ozzy did not look Hagrid. like Hagrid. Who do? You know, this episode has been great, Baco. I just got to tell you. I mean, we start with we start with uh, you know some Marvel talk. We end with Harry Potter. It's a Harry Potter Marvel sandwich. Yeah, rock and roll in between. Harry Styles surgery. in there too. Harry Styles. Yeah, gray I mean, hair. You can't you can't knock the variety. You know, if you're gonna go something, ah, oh, it's the same <laughs> shit every week or every two weeks. Yeah, you know, fair enough. Yeah, we keep it fresh. Uh, keep it you fresh. Know, on that note, there is a major Tiger King update we never got into. Fuck yes. We can't leave without some Tiger King. All right. So you know the whole backstory on Tiger King is that like, uh, what was the, the woman? Uh, uh, buried. The, the uh, one who's like, they, they think she killed her husband. Hold on. I'll look at it while you're yeah. robbing here. No, yeah, just, just pull it up. I just can't remember the name all of a sudden. Cheryl Baskin. Oh, look at Car- you. Carol Baskin. It. Carol That's Baskin. That's it. That's it. 100%. Okay. You know and the whole backstory is that that Carol Baskin character, you know, they all, all these other Tiger collectors for some reason all know who she is and they all think she killed her husband to get his tiger uh collection and his personal wealth hi i i read this story and i'm like how is this not everywhere because remember when that show came out like it i mean how about this the chinese china spy balloon that's been basically my facebook feed for two days another thing my mother-in-law let me know about very cool. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, who cares? Was my answer. My point is that, like, why is this? What I'm about to tell you. Why wouldn't this have flooded social media? Her husband was found alive in Costa Rica. He's been hiding. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Are you kidding me? I didn't know that answer. Yes, like a couple months ago. Fuck. I could see why he was hiding from her. Right. Yeah. But, no, I mean, but, 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 but pretty general, misogynistic the last couple of uh, episodes. We're going to have to clean it up going forward. But yeah, absolutely agree. <laughs> not today. We're not cleaning it up. Yeah. She's a troll. <laughs> no, I'm just saying in general, she's like that, that, that scene in the ref, like your, your husband's not dead. He's hiding, lady. I mean, that's, that's the whole thing that she's a nightmare. But, but hey, but why why is that not out there? This was this was one of the biggest shows in 2020 because yeah. the pandemic. Everybody watched it for their garbage TV, like we did, and and the fact that that's the reveal. Fuck! How could you even have any other? Is there another? Is there Tiger? Is it? Was there a second season? I didn't see the second. There was season. like uh, I think um, like additional episodes where they kind of gave an update where the guys were, but I I, I think they just piggybacked it on as like bonus episodes from that first season. I saw the guy with the comedian from The Soup. I saw that, but I didn't, think, I didn't see anything past that. That's probably yeah, what I'm Joel thinking Joel McHale? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're so he's interviewing him? The second season. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's all it was. Well, shit, man. That's amazing to me. This is great. This is, I have to go <laughs> check this out after. But that's that's the whole point of that, what made that show so fucking creepy. Yeah. How about this? Uh, shit. Ba- Carol Baskin or Stifler's mom? (laughs) 
I gotta think. I, you gotta play a little Jeopardy music right now. I'm How about just trying like, to think of. It's either that or life in prison. No, what I'm thinking about is who's crazier. Well, I don't know that the, the that Jennifer Coolidge is all that nuts. I really don't know anything about her off screen. I just think she's not that good of an actress. And if I was casting a MILF, I think I would I would reach for something a little You know what? I'm gonna go with Coolidge just because I think that she's dirty. So Yeah, if I gotta I, do I think one. Baskin Baskin, she's just thinking about the tigers. She's not really into the moment. <laughs> you might be able to wrap it up quicker. Close your eyes and think you think about the tigers. <laughs> <laughs> and with her, I'd probably be thinking about old oh boy, the actual Tiger King during it too. Just just thinking weird. Everybody in that show is so weird. I, yeah, I'm gonna go with just quick answer, Coolidge. Yeah, I, not that you throw all that other stuff in there. It probably is just gonna be such a mood killer. You can't even do it anyway, and then it's never over. So yeah. all right. Anyway, let's get the hell out of here. This is gross. <laughs> it is. <laughs> You brought it up. Let's go. You can edit it out. You cannot edit it out. Yeah. It's up to you. Yeah. You're the controller. Like I said, I, I, I think my contributions today were subpar. <laughs> I got I to step my game up. Okay. All right, man. I don't know how to sub this up. <laughs> you want to get out of here? Yeah, you know I do. <laughs> okay, great. Rock's not dead. But his hair is turning gray. Pick zero with your nose. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's the